Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Divine House Reads the Divine Comedy. Comedy. Hello, dear okay, listeners. great. We're back. We are back. We it's are. been too long. It's, it's been, been too long weeks. since we last met. Okay. Canto um, 19. Okay, just from the first two words, I am so pumped for this. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's yeah. some, it's going to go down. Oh, Do you yeah. want to? So last week. All right, here's what I have um, in my diagram Flatterers, whores, shit, taif. <laughs> and Dante says, you're in a pickle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah right because that's the origin of that phrase well I mean, actually i checked with max and he doesn't really know because oh. when i looked it up in the oed remember how we found it was in dutch god yes. was last episode the one where we like spent so long thinking about okay never mind listeners we're back we're back we are Wait, reading maybe we should explain the pickle thing to our listeners well it's not it's not didn't we do it on the record Oh, did we? I don't know. Okay, anyway. Listeners, we have to go back. If you have questions, you can write to us at decamarona2020 at gmail.com. Yes, you can. That's our email. We are awaiting your request with bated breath. Your (laughs) messages. Okay. Oh, Simon Magus. Oh, Oh, scum that followed him. Oh, shit. Who is this guy? Those things of God that rightly should be wed to holiness. You rapacious creatures. For the price of gold and silver, prostitute. Wow. 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 Now. Now. Wow. Wow. In your honor, I must sound my trumpet. For For here in the third pouch is where you dwell. We had already climbed to see this tomb and were standing high above it on the bridge, exactly at the midpoint of the ditch. Oh, highest wisdom, how you demonstrate your art in heaven, on earth, and here in hell. How justly does your power make awards. Okay. Okay, Simon what? Magus? Simon. This is Simon. Oh, this is why this, you got into the Divine this, Comedy to begin yes. with, right? I know. Well, I was asking that as a rhetorical question for our listeners. Oh, oh. But, no, no. I was yes. saying, this is Simon. I'm so excited. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. We finally mm-hmm. made it. Mm-hmm. Now we can stop. Simon. Just kidding. Simon. So remember, dear listeners, the reason I, the whole reason I got into this is that the last emperor of Ethiopia, Haile Selassie, was supposed to be punished in the same way that Simonists were punished, mm-hmm. basically for corruption. And simony, well, it comes from Simon, who was mm-hmm. an apostle, right, of Christ? I don't think so. I think he's no? like just a dude. I thought that he was... Wait, um... I want to get my Bible so we can look him up. Yeah, I thought that Simon was actually a follower of Christ. Um, I don't think so. I mean, there is one named Simon. Yeah. There's and there's also Simon is one of is like the original name of one of them. I'm getting my right. Bible. Where are you? Um, Bible. But I think this is a different one. I think this is a different Simon. Well, it says because why the... would why would Simon the disciple try That's what to I was confused about? So okay. Simon the Zealot is an apostle. He right. was Simon the Canaanite, um, one of the most obscure of the apostles of Jesus. Okay, Acts 8, 9. Let's see what it says. Acts. Okay, this is, no joke, a Bible I got from someone on the street who was Love that. to convert me. So hopefully it's right. Um, I only have the Jewish study Bible. Okay, 8, 9. 
All right. So blah, blah, blah in Samaria. And a certain man named Simon had previously been practicing magic in the city and had been amazing the people of Samaria, saying that he was someone great. To him, they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the power of God, which is called great. Okay. Mm. And they gave heed to him because for a considerable time, he had amazed them with his magic. Okay, what? So repetitive. But when they believed Philip, who announced the gospel of the kingdom of God and of the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. And even Simon himself believed, and once he had been baptized, he continued, okay, I'm going to skip, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically, he's just a guy. He's a guy. Okay, he's a guy. So, but was practicing magic. I'm just imagining, like, some guy, like, going around with, like, pulling rabbits out of hats and being like, I want to practice <laughs> reincarnation. <laughs> or, like, card games, like, you know, pick a card. Pick a card, any card. Any Eternal card. life. <laughs> but, okay, but, um, apparently this guy was selling ecclesiastical privileges, right? Oh, yeah, okay, so I'll skip ahead to verse 18. But when Simon, the magic guy, saw that through the laying on of the hands of the apostles, the spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, give me also this authority that on whomever I lay my hands, he may receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, honestly, it's not that unreasonable in a capitalist system to be like, you're raising people from the dead. I want to also, how can I do that? How can I buy the means of production of reviving people from the dead? We're in a Marx reading group, my friends. So. In case you hadn't noticed. But Peter said to him, may your silver go with you into destruction because you thought that you would acquire the gift of God through money, bitch. You have no, <laughs> he didn't say that. No, you have no part nor lot in this matter for your heart is not straight before God. Mm. Repent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the end. So basically, simony is a particular sin Yes, involving buy... the sale or fraudulent possession of yeah. ecclesiastical offices, yeah. ecclesiastical privileges. So basically where you make money off of being a priest or being somehow affiliated with the church. Yeah. Yeah. Kind Man. of like what we learned today regarding the United States of America church and Donald Trump. What did we learn today? Oh my God, the New York Times published his tax returns. Oh, 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 yeah, but those aren't ecclesiastical privileges. I know, but I'm saying that if America was a church, oh. Trump would be committing simony. Wow. But that Sorry. is its own thing. That, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Listeners, that gives you a hint as to when we recorded this. <laughs> yes. For all these listeners, okay, okay, imagine that listeners are listening to this 3,000 years in the future. Then they can know, if they can't radiocarbon date our voices, now they'll know when this was. Maybe. Oh my god, future historians, you are so welcome. You really are welcome. Like, we are doing you a great service. And I'm fascinated by what will happen in the next 3,000 years. Okay, yeah, anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so basically Dante is, is um, there's kind of this really, really intense change in tone from, oh totally. my god, oh my god. I went backwards in our chat because Elaine sends you pictures of the book so that we can read together and I was looking for the page before this one and actually it's just a picture of Dev Patel as Gawain. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the last picture you sent me? <laughs> yeah, he's smoking. Okay, I was so wondering anyway... if you'd seen that yet because we should watch it together. No, I okay, haven't. but anyway. You really should. <laughs> okay, but Okay. So, um basically Dante is really condemning condemning the simonists. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like they're on the third um 
They're in the third bulge. They're in the third bulge, yeah. Okay, do you want to continue? Yeah. Okay. I saw along the sides and on the bottom the livid colored rock all full of holes. All were the same in size and each was round. To me, they seemed no wider and no deeper than those inside my lovely son Giovanni, in which the priest would stand or baptize from. And one of these, not many years ago, I smashed for someone who was drowning in it. Let this be mankind's picture of the truth. Hmm? So that they, these holes look like baptismal fonts. I okay, guess. but why like did there's he, a lot of holes did, in the rock? Did the historical Dante smash a baptismal font because someone was drowning in it? I don't know. Do you have the Sinclair? Um, I do. I should have opened it before. Oops. Maybe there's a maybe there's a note about that. That's crazy. Wait, let's see. Sin, that blah, is blah, crazy. The baptistry. Oh, interesting. Dante seems to have been blamed for sacrilege on account of the incident in which he smashed um, a baptismal font, but apparently he claimed someone was drowning in it. It's random. But does anyone really drown in a baptismal font? Yeah, can you really drown? Maybe it was a baby. a little sketcho. Yeah. Maybe Dante just wanted to, like, commit some vandalism. You literally cannot drown in a baptismal font unless you're, like, under two feet tall. So, yeah, maybe it was a baby. Maybe it was a baby. Well, let's just move on. From the mouth of every hole was were sticking out a single sinner's feet, and then the legs up to the calf. The rest was stuffed inside. Oh, God. The soles of every sinner's feet were flaming. Their naked legs were twitching frenziedly. They would have broken any chain or rope. This is okay. exactly what this, this is. How they the yeah, yes, oh my God. yes. Okay, this also, is draw. this is kind of a weird, I don't know if this is intended, but... Um, I like how he says at the beginning that Simonists are those who prostitute ecclesiastical privileges for money, and then now they're inside holes. There's like it's very vaginal kind of so vaginal. Look. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I'm just drawing um, all the little feet. Uh, the rest are stuff inside. Did you just read the soles of every sinner's feet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just as a flame will only move along an object's oily outer peel, so here the fire slid from heel to toe and back. Who is that one, master, that angry wretch, who was writhing more than any of his comrades, I asked, the one licked by a redder flame? And he to me, if you want to be carried down along that lower bank to where he is, you can ask him who he is and why he's here. So, so Virgil says, okay, well, if you really want to know, then just go ask him. And I, my pleasure is what pleases you. You are my Lord. You know that from your will, I would not swerve. You even know my thoughts. Okay. Hmm. Really? That comes when back we... to that thing you were talking about where like people in the underworld seem to be able to be, they're like better at telepathy. Yeah, they really are. Weird. I wonder if that's like a, a characteristic of hell that people can read your thoughts. I would certainly. It would feel... be hell for me. That would be hell for me too. I would. Have or like in the Edward only retelling of Twilight, it would ruin the book. <gasps> yes, I still haven't read that. Me neither. Okay. I probably never will. Let's be honest. I have some. I, I honestly might. Okay, <laughs> when we reached the fourth bank, we began to turn and, keeping to the left, made our way down to the bottom of the hold and narrow ditch. The good guide did not drop me from his side until he brought me to the broken rock of that one who is fretting with his shanks. What's a shank again? Like a butt cheek? 
Well, it can be a shank. Isn't it like your calves? Shank. Like the shank. Like a shank bone. What does shank mean? The It means... A person's leg, uh, especially from the part of the knee to the ankle. Yeah, so like the, the calf. Oh, okay. Because like a shank... Sometimes you have like sense. lamb shank. Well, you Ooh, wouldn't. Yeah, right. But a meat eater right. might. Right, lamb shank, right. Okay, do you want to go? Um, yes, I do. Whatever you are, holding your upside down, oh, wretched soul, stuck like a stake in ground. Make a sound or something, I said, if you can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We've gone from like, oh, holy wretch, to like, come on, man, make a noise. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Mark Musa didn't do the best job in like keeping the register there, the poetic register yeah. consistent, but anyway. Yeah. This is something that Robert Fitzgerald as a translator is really good at. I'm reading his Aeneid right now. Oh, okay. good. I'm have reading I his Odyssey. I'm reading the Aeneid. Oh, you're reading his Odyssey. I actually, you know, I have never read his Odyssey. Really? I Maybe only read his Iliad. Podcast. That would be really fun. Ooh, okay. okay. Also, I lied. I'm not reading it yet, but I bought it. Okay. Well, continue. that counts. I stood there like a priest who is confessing some vile assassin who fixed in his ditch has called him back again to put off dying. He cried, is that you here already upright? Is that you here already upright? Boniface, oh my God, bony face. Bony face. <laughs> By many years, this book has lied to me. Are you fed up so soon with all that wealth for which you did not fear to take by guile the lovely lady, then tear her asunder? Wow. Okay, so he's like, the guy who's stuck in the ground, which who, who obviously can't see him because his head is in the ground, mm -hmm. uh, is like, is that you, bony face? Mm-hmm. So he thinks that you Dante, in... so the guy in the ground thinks that Dante is bony face. Yes. By many years, the book has lied to me. Like the Bible has lied to him. I guess. Are you fed up so soon with all that wealth for which you, oh, okay. So this is some shade. There is some tea being thrown on mm -hmm. Pope Boniface VIII. Mm -hmm. So apparently he was a Simonist, right? Seems like it. Okay, but wait, why so would wait? That doesn't make like, sense. Wait, but that doesn't make sense because it's the Simonist who is yelling up at Dante. It must be some other Simonist who's expecting Boniface to Boniface V. V. I. Yeah, yeah. Boniface the Eighth. Right. Boniface the Eighth. Boniface V. I. To be in the the circle of uh, in this circle of hell. So. Yeah. And he says, are you so fed up soon with all of that earthly wealth from which you did not fear to take by guile the lovely lady than tear her asunder? What is the, what's the lovely lady? The church? Mary um, not Magdalene? Or I mean... No, um, no, the church. It's the church. The like, so there's this all this imagery of like, the church is the bride of Christ. Basically, what? which is why like the that's also something we could have considered back in that canto we were like really really confused about who was talking mm -hmm. basically so basically the lovely lady i'm so i see that from the note 57 but also that makes sense with all this like medieval um there are all these romances for example in which jesus comes and like frees a lady from captivity and the what? lady is the church or the the believer and there's all this weird, so weird imagery weird. about like, like Jesus saved you. Be grateful. Have sex with him. 
but like you know you should you should be grateful and love him back because he loves you so much and it's actually really problematic to yeah me now. weird but it's really weird. yeah so the lovely that makes sense that it's the church that's what Sinclair Jeez. says too okay okay um we really got to do some background reading on bony face um I, do we have to maybe you should i'm not i'm, to background I'm, reading. I'm gonna call that privilege face. right now well do the it. Sinclair no says Boneface, I'm going to keep saying Boneface, was believed to have procured to, by fraud, the abdication of Pope Celestine, who was hmm. in Canto III, and his own election. He died in 1303, so three years after this is allegedly taking place, so that the writing, the book of the future, known to the dead, showed that he was not due for three years. So basically, this speaker seems to be saying, like, I know that Boneface is going to take the one of these holes but oh and the book is not the bible the book is the no, book it's of the, the dead future. yeah oh and, and the remember dead there's know the whole the thing about like they know the right. future and the past but they don't but know not the present, the present. Yeah. right so what is it what is the book of the dead is that a thing in christianity or i think it is that just i think it's like i think it's just a, an illusion or like also mm. we've we've learned several times now right that like the the dead can they have yeah, this yeah, very yeah. particular like. I just didn't know time. there was a book. I'm but, gonna but... guess it's just an illusion. I don't. I'm not familiar with like different, but people talk a lot about like the book of their life, mm. and like that's why we part of why we talk about like this is a new chapter. Like there's all this mm. like metaphor underlying the way we think about our lives and narrative um, that that's originates really in ancient texts. Totally, which I think makes sense here. Right. Anyway, okay, so what's going on with this person? Wait, okay, this next slide is really funny. Do you want to go or should I go? You can go. Okay. I stood there like a person just made fun of, <laughs> dumbfounded by a question for an answer, not knowing how to answer the reply. Then Virgil said, quick, quick. hurry up and tell him, I'm not the one, I'm not the one you think. I'm not bony face. Yeah, I'm not him. No, no, you got the wrong guy. Wrong number. <laughs> wrong number. And I answered just the way he told me to. Dante is just such a good little boy. Yeah, but he just loves Daddy Virgil. Truly. Daddy Virgil, Daddy Rawls. All right. <laughs> the spirit heard and twisted both his feet. Then, sighing with a grieving, tearful voice, he said, Well, then, what do you want of me? If it concerns you so to learn my name, that for this reason you came down the bank, know that I once was dressed in the great mantle. But actually, I was the she-bear's son, so greedy to advance my cubs, that wealth I pocketed in life and here myself. Hmm? Ha, ha, ha. He pocketed wealth in life, and in death he pockets himself, like he's in a pocket. Oh. That's really funny. Or horrible, or both. Hear myself. Oh, that's really poetic, actually. Mm -hmm. Beneath my head are pushed down all the others who came, sinning and Simon me before me, squeezed tightly in the fissures of the rock. Oh my god! Oh my god! So, so they he's just the him. last one. Oh my god! And he's like, oh, bony face, bony face's head is gonna be up my butt for the rest of eternity. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! I'm drawing I mean, a little diagram all the of way that. Down. God, do you think that there's flames all the way down? Probably, right? I mean, that seems Jeez. Fun. Anything that can be flaming in hell 
is flaming. And does, what is the great mantle? That does that mean the Pope's robe? I think the papacy. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so apparently this is Gian Gaetano degli Orsini, literally of the little bears, hence the designation she bears son and the reference to my cubs. He became Pope Nicholas III in 1277. As a cardinal, he was renowned for his integrity. However, in the short three years between the ascent to the papal throne and his death, he became notorious for his simoniacal practices. Ew. Ew. Simoniacal. What a great word. So good. So underused. Truly. Uh, we should bring it back. Um, okay. If people cut me, cut in line, I'm going to be like, you Simon maniac. Well, it's more like if people are like, I don't really know what That's would be That's abusing their ecclesiastical privilege. Only know. if they're a priest. Okay. Yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's have a challenge. In the next week, we'll try to accuse someone of simony. Yes. Um, fun. fun. Okay, we'll report back next week. <laughs> okay. I. Okay, I'm the sinner again. I'm the whatever my name is. San Gettano degli Orsini mm-hmm. of the little bears. I, in mm-hmm. my turn, shall join the rest below as soon as he comes. Bony face. The one mm. I thought you were when all too quick I put my question to you. But already my feet have baked a longer time. And I have been stuck upside down like this, that then he will stay here planted with feet aflame. Soon after him, oh shit, soon after Mm. him shall come one from the west, a lawless shepherd, one whose fouler deeds and make him, uh, fouler deeds make him a fitting cover for us both. He shall be Mm. another Jason, like the one in Maccabees. Just as his king was pliant, so Francis' king shall soften to this priest. Who's that? Um, apparently, according to the note, it's, wait, Pope who is the, Clement? Oh, Clement V of Gascony, who upon his death in 1314 will join Nicholas and Boniface, Boniface, in eternal torment. <laughs> okay, Pope Clement V, damn, Dante is just throwing shade at all of the, the clergy. Yeah. And then and Dante Jason, must have, sorry. Yeah, who's, well, Dante must have known, because he was writing this, you know, in, like, 1320s, right? So Right, so he definitely he knew. That it would have already happened. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of a smart way to seem cool, is to set something in the past. Or, like, you know. You mean, to set something in the whoa, past. historical fiction? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a crazy idea! <laughs> no, it's, like, it's, it's a smart way to, like, seem like you can predict the future by setting something in the past and then predicting it into the future. That you've already lived. It more That's... reminds me of like Back to the Future. Like mm. Dante basically goes into hell with the almanac. Right. Yeah. Kind of true. Okay. Then who's okay. Jason in Maccabees? Um, I don't really know Maccabees because in the Christian text, it's not considered part of the Bible. But um, oh, right. having obtained the high priesthood, I'm just reading the note of the Jews, by bribing King Antiochus of Syria, Jason neglected the sacrifices and sanctuary of the temple and introduced Greek modes of life into his community. Ooh. Mm. Okay, so basically hey, just he getting... introduced his... some olives and euros. I'm about that. Yeah. Yeah. As a... Uh, gladiator sandals what's not to love okay (laughs) thanks jason you sucked but we're grateful Mm -hmm. okay okay so blah 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 basically jason's gonna come okay but that doesn't make sense and stuff his face in in uh boniface's butt yeah (laughs) 
I mean, so, but here's the thing, though, like, does have a bony face because it's so bony from being stuffed up someone else's butt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or it's just extra painful for the person whose butt gets stuffed into. Because it's so bony. It's, like, the opposite of having a bony bony. butt and sitting on a chair. Oh, my God. (laughs) Remember when we did that? When we tested how bony our butts were by sitting (laughs) in Listeners, that was factually something that happened in our former (laughs) dwelling. Back when we lived there. Oh, oh man. Good times. Wow. All right. Okay. Also, what's he doing in the West? Where's the West? I think he's in France. The West. I guess that's sort of West ish. It's more Northwest. Yeah, the Wild West. Yeah. France, honestly, yeah. I'm reading this book right now called Barbarians. And um, <laughs> I found it in a charity shop, and it's actually just so great. But uh, I just learned all about like the western tribes and the vandals and um, oh yes and the visible wild west truly crazy mm-hmm. the vandalism yeah. right theodoric okay that's another podcast Ooh. back All to right. canto 19 we are okay. getting so distracted i do today. not know i do not know perhaps i was too bold here yeah but maybe I answered you were dante in... yeah truly but i answered him in tune with his own words well, tell me now, what was the sum of money that Holy Peter had to pay our Lord before he gave the keys into his keeping? Certainly he asked no more than follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. This is like a catchy little ditty it's, you have going on. I know. On. I hope that I'm singing in tune. <laughs> so, okay, I didn't really understand anything I just said because that was fun. Um, okay. Well, tell me now, what was the sum of money that Holy Peter had to pay our Lord before he gave the keys into his keeping. Certainly Peter he asked holds the keys no more. Right. So he's like, you know what, Peter, he didn't ask for any money. He just, he just said, follow asked, me. He just said, follow me. So the Lord God just said, follow me. And Peter would get the keys. Jesus, nor, yeah. nor did Peter or the rest extort gold coins or silver from Matthias when he was picked to fill the place the evil one had lost. Again, why is Judas evil if he had to portray Jesus in order for Jesus to save everyone? This is my eternal quibble with Christianity. I know. Mm. God, we're going to get to him in the inferno, right? And I'm just going to go at Christianity. You really will. Who's Matthias? He's the one who, like, replaced Judas. Because obviously after Judas betrayed him, he can't. And they're like, oh, we have to have 12. Because, like, Uh. 11 apostles sounds dumb. Mm, okay it's like having 49 states is dumb but 51 would be good yay puerto rico and dc probably guam and dc Mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. all right so So stay stuck there for you are rightly punished jeez and guard with care the money wrongly gained that made you stand courageous against charles and were it not for the reverence i have for those highest of all keys that you once held in the happy life if this did not restrain me sorry like the papacy. the papacy. Yeah. If this did not restrain me, I would use even harsher words than these. For your avarice brings grief upon the world, crushing the good, exalting the depraved. You shepherds, it was the evangelist had in mind when the vision came to him of her who sits upon the waters playing whore with kings. That one who with the seven heads was born and from her ten horns managed to draw strength, so long as virtue was her bridegroom's joy. Wait, I thought we didn't like this person. So, who is this? We don't. Who is the whore, who is the, the whore upon the waters? 
So this is from the book of Revelation. Hmm. The evangelist is John, who's the author of Revelation, I assume. Or I assume that's who this is talking about. And you shepherds, it was, the evangelist had in mind. So he was thinking about you and you horrible people when he had this vision of basically in the time it was thought of as Babylon, but like it's been interpreted many different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And she like is terrible. So he has this vision of like the seven, the seven headed uh like queen slash hydra monster person i think whoa i haven't read revelation in a long time we should try to find it in revelation does it have a thingy i'm going through my little thin why are the pages so thin okay no it doesn't have a it doesn't say where this is from that's okay i'll try to find it why is why does dante call the simonist shepherds I think because, like, priests are kind of, like, shepherds. Oh. Like, you shepherds. You, like, shepherds. You were supposed to shepherd people and care for them, but actually you didn't. suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Wow, I'm just looking at the outline of Revelation to try to find this. Literally, this book is crazy. Yeah. Oh, church in Ephesus, blah, 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 giving birth to a dragon. The seven... The seven trumpets, the dragon persecuting the woman, the two beasts, Uh-oh. the antichrist, the seven bowls, the seven plagues, the sun burning men with fire. Is this Babylon? The New or... Yes, it's the very end of the New Testament. Oh, what? Generally. Okay, right. so it's yeah. So Babylon the Great, I think, is what we're talking about here. The great harlot. So verse five. Okay. Is Babylon Sorry, chapter the name five, of a woman? Babylon the city. The city. Which also stands in, it's like the enemy of the Jews, basically, but it also stands what? in for like lots of different, um, like enemies that's, of Christendom. Because that's Babylon. where the Jews were exiled, right? Yes. Right. Um, hmm. Sorry, we can go on. No, no, this is interesting. So I'll just read it again for our listeners who might not be familiar with. So he says, you shepherds, it was, so you Simonists, it was the evangelist, John the evangelist, had in mind when the vision came to him of her who sits upon the waters playing whore with kings, that one who with the seven heads was born from her and from her ten horns managed to draw strength so long as virtue was her bridegroom's joy. Okay, so I found it. Chapter 17, verse 1. Blah, blah, blah. Come here. I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits upon the many waters with whom the kings Hmm. of the earth have committed fornication. And those who dwell on the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. This book is so great. I forgot how good it was, but it's so whack. And he carried me away and blah, blah, blah. I saw a woman sitting upon a scarlet beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Okay, so those are the horns that he's talking about. And the woman... Blah, blah, blah. Clothed in purple, clothed in abominations, clothed in the unclean things of her fornication. Okay, we get it. She's fornicating. And on her forehead, there was a name written. Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of the harlots and the abominations of the earth. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but who's, so long as virtue was her bridegroom's joy, who's her, who's her hubby? Um, okay, so Jesus at some point in this book gets married, but I don't think he gets married to the harlot. 
Jesus gets married? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole plot of Revelation. It's like all about what? the marriage of Jesus, but to the church. This is whole the whole oh. like the church is his bride. This is blah, wild. Blah, blah. How have I never read this? Okay, I've never studied Revelation. I've just like it comes up a lot in medieval stuff because they're like, the end is coming. And you're like, ah. <laughs> you're like, and you're like, oh, I'm still here. Okay, yeah, yeah. The lamb's marriage and his marriage dinner. Yeah, I wonder mm. what that would be a fun menu to read. So basically, she, this harlot of Babylon, aka this Gorgon Medusa monster lady, mm-hmm. was able to draw strength so long as virtue was what Jesus had or was exhibiting. Okay, I'm not, I don't think it's actually Jesus is her bridegroom. I think her bridegrooms, aren't her bridegrooms the kings of the earth with whom she's fornicating? But aren't they, why would they be virtuous? Aren't they not virtuous? Like, why would virtue be their joy, you know? Well, from her ten horns, okay, who's drawing the strength here? Mm, I thought she was drawing the strength. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Seven heads was born, and from her, the one who with seven heads was born, and from her, ten horns managed to draw strength, so long as virtue was her bridegroom's joy. Let's see what Sinclair has to say. Yeah. I'm not sure. Jesus definitely gets married to the church in Revelation, but I... All right. Can I read the note in, um, in the Musa? Yeah. All right. St. John the Evangelist relates his vision of the dissolute imperial city of Rome. To Dante, she who sits upon the waters represents the church, which has been corrupted by the simoniacal activities of many popes, the shepherds of the church. The seven heads symbolize the seven holy sacraments. The ten horns represent the ten commandments. Hmm, How do we know that? I don't know. I like your idea about Revelation. Well, I, it maybe no, no. It definitely is from Revelation, but hmm. oh, oh, okay, okay. Sinclair disagrees with Musa. Sinclair says the imagery of the apocalypse, Revelation seventeen one to three. That's what I just read, is mm-hmm. applied to the corrupted papacy. The bridegroom of the church is the Pope. The seven heads. Okay, the seven heads are the spirit of the sacraments, and the ten horns are the commandments. But um, the Virtue, as virtue is her bridegroom's joy. That still doesn't really make sense, does it? No, maybe it's a translation thing. Mm, vir- yeah, what do we mean by virtue here? Draw strength, so. Basically, John the Baptist had a vision, and in his vision, mm-hmm. there were Simonists. And the Simonists would be the ones. No, 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 no. Be- there are not Simonists in John's vision, but there are Simonists here because the Pope. There are a bunch of popes that are getting accused of corruption. Um, and basically, the. Sorry, I'm also looking through the Sinclair notes. Basically, like, he's, he's using this image of revelation, which with which his readers would presumably be familiar, mm-hmm. to insult, to, f- to further insult the popes who are here. Like, you are the ones he was talking about when he talked about the harlot who is prostituting herself because she's the church and her bridegroom, okay, it's Jesus, but it's also apparently the Pope. Like, you were in charge of her and she's become this harlot under your... 
Okay, I kind of get it now. I think so. I mean, I want to read the Sinclair more carefully because he... Yeah. Treacherous assassin. Simony is the worship in the church of gold and silver. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Sinclair really likes this canto, as do I. Mm. Me too. I mean, this canto is it for me, you know. Okay, he has, it's actually, he has a question about this. He says, is it straining the relevancy to suppose that in recalling the incident in his beautiful St. John, where he had broken the sacred furnishings to save a life? Oh, no, sorry. This is, oh, this is his thing where he, um, okay, that's, sorry, that's about that earlier thing where he broke the baptismal font. Oh, right. Right. Let's just keep going and we can see if maybe we can figure it out. Maybe it'll yeah. be explained more later. Yeah, I don't know. We could also ask Max if he understands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do you want to continue? Yes, I'm just seeing. No, the note isn't very helpful. Okay. You have built yourselves a god of gold and silver. How do you differ from the idolater? Idolater? Idolater. Like a, idolater. Oh my god. I'm so bad at reading. The idolator. I, I, I was like, idolator? That can't be right. <laughs> that sounds like a household like appliance. Idolater. How do you differ from the idolater? Ah. Except he worships one. You worship hundreds. I love that. So Marxian. Oh, Constantine. Oh, what, what did Constantine do? What evil did you desire? <laughs> Not by your conversion, but by the dower that the first wealthy father got from you. What? Huh? All right. Is Here's he talking what the about says. like the donation of Constantine or like No, literally I have no idea. Constantine the Great, Emperor of Rome from 306 to 387 AD, was yeah. converted to Christianity in the year 312. Interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, actually Having... no, but he can actually convert it on his deathbed. Oh. But he made it an official religion. Basically, his mother converted to Christianity when he was really young, Helena, and she's, mm -hmm. like, made him, she, like, influenced him in making Christianity the dominant religion of mm -hmm. the Roman Empire. But he didn't actually convert until his deathbed. Okay, well, then that's, Musa is wrong here. Having conquered wrong. the Eastern Mediterranean lands, wrong. He transferred the capital of the Roman Empire to Constantinople. Oh, Istanbul. Formerly, formerly known as Byzantium. Mm. This move, according to tradition, stemmed from Constantine's, Constantine's decision to place the western part of the empire under the jurisdiction of the church in order to repay Pope Sylvester. Oh my god, Sylvester, Pope, like my cat. The, the first wealthy father. I'm sure he'd love that you named your cat after him. The first, in order to repay Pope Sylvester, the quote, the first wealthy father, unquote, for healing him of leprosy. The so-called donation of Constantine. So it is the donation of Constantine. Though it was proved in the 15th century to be a complete yeah. fabrication on the part of the clergy, was universally accepted as the truth in the Middle Ages. Dante the Pilgrim reflects this tradition in his sad apostrophe to the individual who first would have introduced wealth to the church and who, unknowingly, would be ultimately mm. responsible for its present corruption. That is Wait, super so interesting. Okay, so yeah, so basically the donation is of Constantine, which I know very little about, but basically it's like, it's this huge forgery. Like it's the most, 
it was basically in when the time when Dante was writing like everybody believed that Constantine gave Pope Sylvester like mm-hmm. so much power and wealth mm-hmm. through this the donation being like he donated like all this power the western part of the empire well yeah I mean but but when you when you try to think about like how you would actually even do that like you're like what and it turns out he actually didn't which actually explains how it's so weird but um it was only so this is actually a really interesting example of like early modern the the early modern discipline of like etymology and like study of language and it's it's often brought up because um before then you couldn't really date something based on how it was written like what kind of words were used, blah, 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 because people just hadn't studied enough text. There wasn't enough like ancient texts being studied. So it was only, I forget when, it's like sometime in the 16th century or no, 15th century, mm-hmm. um, I guess, according to the note. I thought it was like 15 something, but basically this guy like was able to prove using like philological methods that it could have been written. It's his name. You're right. Yes, Italian yeah, that, that sounds right. Renaissance humanist. Yeah, but basically because people. they're because they're like suddenly not suddenly but they're finally able to like date documents based on mm. how words are used. They know that Constantine couldn't have possibly written this document, which had been it, I think it actually dates from like the eighth century or something, like okay seven sixty or something like that. But yeah. so basically, Don- this is so interesting because Dante is coming coming down really hard against this thing and he's actually right like it's fake but he actually he blames Constantine because for all he knows Constantine is the one who first allowed people um they allowed the church to have any money because before then the church before Constantine like Christians were being persecuted like Nero famously like massacred tons of Christians they were seen as this like upstart sect and they weren't Hmm. like other minorities or religious minorities in the Roman empire because the Romans were generally like whatever practice your religion as long as you pay taxes we don't care but the Christians were like Mm. no you are satan like you suck we're not going to just practice our religion quietly we're going to try to convert everyone to this religion that's all about not having wealth and the Romans are like I don't think that's going to work for us um (laughs) Anyway, hey, that was this is so fun. I love this canto. So, so basically, Dante is blaming Constantine for introducing the tradition of selling or giving away, like church powers. For giving, the, it seems like he's blaming him for like the dower. Is dower like, a dower? Is is dower? It's like money? a dowry. Yeah, yeah, dowry. But like, because right. um, he basically gave uh, Sylvester something in in exchange for being healed healed from leprosy and that dower and that dower was church like control slash money basically super interesting yes okay so we should look this up the note i just sent you a really interesting painting that i found on wikipedia did you text it to me i did text it to you all i can see is my um art supplies but Hmm. it'll come through in a minute <laughs> yeah, it just that it was delivered. Anyway, okay, so and while I sang these very notes to him, so he actually did sing them. Oh my god, there's they are singing them. Like I sang like I sang them. Yeah, maybe you should sing the rest of this canto, Elaine. 
And while they sang these very notes to him, his big flat feet kicked fiercely out, fiercely out of anger. Or perhaps it was his conscious gnawing on him. Nah, nah. Uh, I think my master liked what I was saying. Okay, what? Why do we care about that? For all okay. the while, he smiled and was intent on hearing the ring of truly spoken words. Okay, so maybe mm. they're not singing. Then he took hold of me with both his arms, and when he had me firm against his breast, Ooh. he climbed back up the path he had come down. He did not tire of the weight clasped tight to him, but brought me to the top of the bridge's arch, the one that joins the fourth bank to the fifth. And here he gently set his burden down, gently, for the ridge, so steep and rugged, would have been hard even for goats to cross. From there another valley opened to me. Okay, so Virgil is basically Virgil a big like, honking, honking yeah. like mountain man who is able to just carry him up a hill. There's some, it's in, it's just so interesting how masculinity is portrayed here and how that's different from our time period. Also just like, yeah, I just, so much touching. I know, a lot I of love it. Um, lot wait, of- I'm confused though, because weren't we in the third bulge? I think Wasn't that, this all the third bulge? Yeah, but they're now they're in the bank. Mm, between right? they're they're going to the top of the bridges because remember there's ten bulges and then right. there's banks in between them or like a little bridges kind so of. So now they're they're between the fourth and the fifth. Mm, Whatever, we'll find out in the next video whatever. whether we are geographically oriented. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess they're coming up into the fourth Bolgia. Yeah. So I don't really get how that works. Wow. There was a lot going on in this canto. Oh, shit. I have to get off because I have to have a Zoom call with my professor. Oh, and I have to go make dinner because I am okay. a housewife. Love you. Oh, much. my God. Listeners, you have so much to look forward to. Um, This was a long one, but hopefully a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.